The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three Thursday road show with Henry Boucher and the crew for the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids inside DeVos Place in downtown GR. Show runs today through Sunday. Michigan's premier fishing, hunting, and outdoor sports show schedules and details at ultimatesportshow.com. Tony Gates, the living rock and roll radio and outdoor legend, uh, will join us with another conversation with his outdoor friends. That will be at the end of the hour. Get out here if you're into anything in the outdoors. We also threw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. And by the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers. Uh, You a hunter, fisherman, outdoorsman, outdoors woman. What's your favorite outdoor uh, sport activity here in the state of Michigan? You can comment on the Mercantile Bank listener line 1-866-838-4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE at HUGE Show on Twitter The HUGE Show on Facebook You can also opt in on the huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's the word HUGE to 21,000. In a few moments, Clayton Safey will join us from the Wolverine.com, Michigan. Just a god-awful second half. Three-point lead at halftime. They lose in the Big Ten tournament down in Chicago. 62-50 to Rutgers. Rutgers moves on to play Purdue. Wolverines really didn't comment. And if they're going to accept an NIT bid, they're over 500. They will be eligible. So that's interesting. I, I don't know if you want to go there. Because if you have to play Toledo or Ohio, you might lose a game. Seriously. And, and if you turn around and have that dog 20 minutes they had today against Rutgers, and you get beat by another Mac school at home, hmm. Hmm. And Juwan Howard, I'm getting a lot of people walking up here uh, to our broadcast position at the Ultimate Sports Show at DeVos Place asking, uh, what's the future for Howard? Had Dwayne Ambrose, longtime listener. He was checking out the outdoor show earlier. Walked in when Michigan was up at halftime. And he said, do you think Howard's going to stay? I said, well, he's making five mil a year. Unless If there was an NBA offer this offseason... I think he would jump and take it. And I believe, you know, I know it's for a dad having your kids playing on your team, but this isn't an AAU summer team. And there was something about Jet Howard meshing all season long, and I really thought they were a better team. And I said this not just today, but if you've listened, I've said it all along. They were better without Jet Howard. And again, is that chemistry on the floor? Is it off the floor? I don't know. But from a pure basketball standpoint, I'm not judging Jet Howard on his personality. I believe Michigan was a better basketball team when Jet Howard was sidelined and not playing. That's it. And I'll stick with that. I will. 
So now Ohio State has won back-to-back games in the Big Ten tournament. They will take on Michigan State. That will be tomorrow at 2.30 Michigan time. Ohio State and Michigan State. That will be down in Chicago. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. I think he is standing by. Still trying to clean off the stench of what may go down as one of the worst halves in college basketball history. Just brutal. Clayton, you know, halftime, I'm like, okay, 28-25, it's going to be a dogfight game. Rutgers playing for their tournament lives. I think Michigan with a win would have been in the play-in game in Dayton. And then nothing came together in the second half. Even though Rutgers got an early foul trouble, the Wolverines never took advantage. Buffkin with seven turnovers. I'll give Dickinson credit, especially in the first half. But, man, you just can't play basketball like that at this level. You can't. Yeah, I mean, I thought Michigan came out pretty sharp. Hunter Dickinson was really good early. I agree with you. And then, uh, you know, it all kind of it, – it's funny, at halftime it was like, all right, clean up the defensive rebounding. They've been letting Rutgers get too many second chances. Uh, you know, a couple turnovers, too many. Clean that up, and you'll probably win this game. Uh, and then it just all falls apart in the second half. I mean, one field goal in – in the first 17 minutes of the second half for Michigan. I mean, it's just unheard of mm. from, you know, a, a team that has been pretty good on offense all season long, but they completely flatlined. Give Rutgers credit for their defense, but I just thought that Michigan just didn't bring it and the shots were not falling, and beyond that, they looked confused as to what to do and, and what the answers were, and I thought Steve Michael and Rutgers had much, many more answers and adjustments than Michigan did. So what's the future? Short term, do you think they'll accept an NIT bid? They're over 500, so they are in Michigan. They'll be attractive to a TV network carrying the NIT. Do you think they'll accept it? I was surprised there was reluctance. We're going to talk about it. I thought that came across as arrogant after you just got your asses waxed in the second half. Uh, I'll be honest, man. And outside of some of those games that they gave us where they just didn't quit at Assembly Hall, uh, they didn't quit at Illinois, what they did to Michigan State, there were moments where their athleticism uh, would take over. But there's been something about this team. And maybe it was Dickinson, you know, wearing the ski mask and Jet with the T-shirt. There, there has been something pulsing all year that I just didn't like the vibe with this team. Yeah, it was, it's a weird team. Uh, yeah. One of the weirder Michigan teams when, when you think of it. Um, you know, the ups and downs. It's a young team, so, you know, they took a while to kind of come together, and I thought they were playing a lot better. I mean, we were talking the other day just about how, you know, they had a couple close losses and well, plenty of close losses, but it's in the last week. And, you know, but they were overall playing pretty well. And then you go and do that, um, that effort. And I kind of look at it, too. You look at the last three exits Michigan's had in a season, two of them in really big games in the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, but one of them here today, uh, the UCLA game in the Elite Eight, the Villanova game in the Sweet 16 last season, and then today. And all three of those games, the offense literally could not hit a shot. Uh, and it was three of the most mystifying offensive performances I've ever seen. Uh, in all three of them, I thought they tried to play through the post because that's where their dominant big man is. But when nobody else is helping him out and all you can rely on is dumping it into the post, uh, then it becomes a problem because late in the game when you needed someone else to step up, there was nobody there. 
Uh, disappointing performance from Kobe Buckner. Really disappointing performance from Jet Howard. I thought his effort was terrible. Uh, the missed box out on Derek Simpson, Simpson's free throw. Sparks, uh, then he gets his own rebound, lays it in. It sparks a 12-0 run for Rutgers. Uh, and, you know, it, it's hard to, to, to stomach, I think, if you're a Michigan fan, watching that last effort after how far this team had come and how well they played despite losing close in the last couple. I think you thought this was one you'd get. Maybe you'd get Purdue the next game, but uh, it goes out with a whimper. I said it before I came to you, and it's not the first time uh, I've said it, that they played so much better basketball without Jet Howard on the floor. And I believe when that happens, it's a message to Jet from the rest of the team. I really do. I think when he had limited minutes or he was out, they were better. And that and that's not piling on Jet individually. He's a freshman. And I, I believe yeah. when you relied on two freshmen and McDaniel and Jet and they would get more shots earlier in the year, especially Howard, than Bufkin or Dickinson. Uh, it was a message that, hey, the dad's kid, uh, we're running everything through him. And this isn't a showcase for Juwan Howard's kids. It's Big Ten basketball at the University of Michigan. And Bufkin, I'll say this, when, when Jet Howard was not on the floor or in the lineup, yeah. Bufkin was an NBA potential first-round type player. When he's there, you, you get seven turnovers. You get the lifeless side of Bufkin. You got Jet Howard lifeless today. I, I'm telling you, man. I, I, I again, yeah. both kids on the on the roster. I, I don't like it at all. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to come a little bit more around <laughs> on your take. I remember when I was in studio a month or two ago, and, you know, I kind of pushed back a little bit uh, on that. I do think Jet is a very talented player. I think he's a great kid and a high-character kid, but it, whatever it is, Jawan Howard has not gotten through to him with the defense and the rebounding and, you know, just some of the boneheaded mistakes, some of the shot selection stuff. When he misses that box out on the shooter today, mm. uh, uh, and, you know, and the guy gets his own rebound, lays it in with no resistance, and he doesn't come out of the game or get a earful from the coach. I thought that was extremely concerning, uh, but certainly not surprising, though, from the way this season has gone, because he's, let's be honest, at times, Jet Howard has freelanced a little bit this season. Uh, he's kind of taken, you know, oh, I have the ball, and, and you know, I'm going to make a move here instead of continuing to swing the ball or get it into the post or something, you know, that other guys are expected to do. So I thought that was... Uh, uh, you know, a turning point in the game, certainly, and kind of a theme for the season because Jet Howard is really, really talented. Uh, but I think he just learned, needs to learn how to play winning basketball more. And for some reason, whatever it is, the coaching staff hasn't got it out of him yet. And maybe they would have been better off with more Joey Baker in that second half, especially today. I just don't think Jed Howard is this NBA future phenom like a lot of people do. And I still yeah, think I mean, Buffett has some work to do. I know, I know. There's a lot of scouts. I wonder what they see. I wonder what they saw today. No, it's it's bloodline that your dad, your dad was an NBA, a solid NBA player. I get it. I I understand that. You know, Buffkin still needs uh, some body development, uh, where he'll just be able to float through the paint even more. Had seven boards today. He can get up in sky. Handle the seven turnovers, the, the ten steals. 
10 steals for Rutgers and 13 turnovers for Michigan. Are you kidding me? Are you are you ki- and Rutgers wasn't playing well at the end of the year. I will say that the minute Rutgers started to hit their three in the second half, I said game over. I said it's over. They're not going to yeah. you know, a 6-point deficit against Rutgers feels like it's 15. You know what I'm saying? For sure, and give them credit for their defense. But I wrote this in a takeaways piece after the game. But to me, think of Michigan and how lifeless they looked after the shots started to not fall and continue to not fall. Mm. Rutgers, Rutgers, the shots didn't fall. And unfortunately for Rutgers, that's kind of been the story of the season. They just kept playing. Uh, And you're right. Once they did start falling, then it was kind of lights out, as you said. Um, But, you know, credit Steve Michael and his team for continuing to fight because I thought early on Michigan looked like the CRISPR team, the team that was going to get it done. Uh, But they just kept scratching the claw. And like you said, those shots go down, and Michigan had no answer. Uh, So that was concerning. And what I was talking about there with the scouts, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry about that is that I agree with you that his stock, I wonder what it's going to be after this season because there are a lot of scouts that are at tournaments like this excited to watch guys like uh, Howard, uh, and I don't think he performed. So I'll be really interested to see if he's still a lottery type of pick after this year. Um, and Kobe Buskin, tremendous season. I mean, really happy for the kids uh, coming from Grand Rapids and making the turnaround he did for the freshman year. But today wasn't his day. But, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what these NBA decisions are coming up for the Michigan guys because a lot is riding on that for what next season's going to look like. I don't think Dickinson, I know he had a good game today, and he played well down the stretch. I still don't think he's ready for the NBA because centers aren't being used by a lot of teams. Same thing for Bufkin and Howard. I don't look at them as elite players. I just don't right now. And, again, it's college basketball, and I see a game like today. Elite players don't let that garbage happen in the second half. Before I let you go, do you think they'll take an NIT bid if offered or just pass? it up for the season i would guess yes that they will probably take one um and yeah i I didn't know what to exactly make of his comments after the game about that devon howard he said they'll come back and uh, talk about it nit is one of those things where you know some teams don't take it some teams do and it probably is worth a conversation with the players to see what their where their heads at but i think they probably would Uh, i would like to see this young team continue to play but uh you know it's just unfortunate it'll be a mass setting but i'd guess yes Uh, i think we'll know in a couple days you want to stay away from Ohio or Toledo in that first game at Chrysler? Because I don't know if the crowd's going to get excited. I swear to God, if I'm if I'm Michigan, I don't know if I want to play a home game. I'm serious. I you might want to be better off on the road. Who knows? But That's you know the NCAA yeah. tournaments going on. Yeah, I, I, you know, again, you don't want to play Ohio or Toledo. That's all I'll say. They went uh, to overtime Michigan. with Ohio already. Yeah. For yeah, sure. that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, it's just I, I, there's something beyond basketball that's wrong with this team. And, you know, you got two you got two children of the head coach on that team. Their father is the coach. And I don't see that anywhere else. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that with two kids. Uh, and Jets, well, yeah, Iowa, right, he does. Yeah, there you go. Good point there. Look, Clayton, I wish we had a little buzzer. Ding, ding, ding. He's going to the bonus round. He just said that. And, and Iowa lost today. So we'll blame nepotism for Iowa's loss to Ohio State. Nepotism. Uh, go to the Wolverine.com. Headline is nepotism. Clayton Safey, Anthony Broom, and Chris Ballas. Investigate Daddy's Boys. 
All right, uh, Clayton, oh, I man. love you, buddy. Hey, hey, it's spring football now. You got to shift gears, That's right. okay? Is That's Michigan right. one thing? I, I don't know this. I've been busy, and again, with March Madness, what we're doing, we had our anniversary show the other day. Are the Michigan, the NCAA women's tournament, is that, when's that tipping off? Was that earlier this week? Yeah. No, they go uh, next week. They go next week as well. So they're gonna the big ten. Oh, they're lining up. Week. They're they lining line up, up now. Going. Yep. That that is that is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't they get should. It, you know, but, I've, uh, I've said this all along, Clayton. That for my thirty-two years of doing a talk show. I've said that the women should start their season a month earlier than the men so they could play games late September, Friday nights when the football team's at home. you got alumni, big crowds. Then after the Super Bowl ends, the next Sunday, that next week would be the um, women's conference tournaments, which you get all the TV coverage. They could even do the bracket games, all of that, betting. And then that Sunday, the week after the Super Bowl, would be their selection Sunday, and they would run their own championships until you got to this tournament week for the men. I mean, I like it. That's why you're. That's why you're a best. That's what I mean. That's why you're a genius. Uh, that's right a great there. idea. I, I like you know, think about this, and especially with the the evolution of you know sports betting and the DraftKings sportsbook app and everything, and you you yeah. now would have uh, reason to watch Michigan, or if it's a Michigan State women, or if it's CMU, if it's Eastern, if it's Western, whatever it is, there would be some interest, and then the women's Final Four uh, would happen. Seriously, uh, just last week, uh, or their Final Four might happen right after the Selection Sunday show on that Saturday, and their championship game on that Monday before the men's tournament begins. So it'd be this Saturday and Monday that the women would wrap up. I don't know why they're running it up against the men. They they don't draw a squat unless it's a home when they get the home game. Some of the bigger schools like UConn or South Carolina and Tennessee will draw. It's a great idea. Nobody will listen to me, and I'm irritated. I like it. They've been trying to, it seems like, line it up with the men lately, and I don't like that either. I was at Big No, they line it up because they, yeah. they're, I, I remember uh, I talked about this in you know, over my 32 years that, you know, they want to line up against the men because they have this dream that their crowds and tournament would be the same. I'm like, no. Grow your brand. Grow your stars. Let people see uh, the Caitlin shooter from Iowa play in February where you're looking for something. Right? You know, Caitlin Clark, I think it is, right? Yeah, Iowa. He said, you know, do that. But, again, uh, to each his or her own. Clayton, i got to get to a timeout. Thanks for the update on Michigan's loss today to Rutgers. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, Clayton Safey checking in on the Meyer Gas Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. We are live here in downtown Grand Rapids inside DeVos Place where the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show runs today through Sunday. Michigan's premier fishing, hunting, and outdoor sports show. Schedules and details at ultimatesportshow.com. That is ultimatesportshow.com. Here in a moment, uh, Tony Gates will have his final uh, outdoor interview. Also, uh, earlier this week at our huge anniversary celebration, four years on the Michigan Sports Network, we were inside the Collaborative Lab, which is an unbelievable soundstage video production. It's like Hollywood 
or big network studios in West Michigan. Uh, amazing place. Just Google the collaborativelab.com. Small business, big business, ad agency, band, you want to shoot a music video, whatever it is. It's a phenomenal place. Just Google the Collaborative Lab. Well, our good friends from Roast Umber Coffee, they're a GR-based company. Uh, they get everything uh, coming in from Central America, but they uh, roast and package their product uh, here in Grand Rapids, serve it up all across Michigan and around the country. You can go to RoastUmber.com to find out more. And TJ uh, from Roastumber, a longtime friend, uh, joined us on stage on Tuesday at our anniversary show. Our good friends from Roastumber, uh, TJ checks in. I've known TJ a long time, and we just launched a partnership with Roastumber Coffee and also Roastumber in their nitro cold fueled uh, beverages. So, uh, Tom, tell me about Roast Umber, Grand Rapids-based company, uh, Central America. The coffee's provided. Uh, this company is just beginning it's just, its launch. Right. It just, it's just beginning. We kicked it off in July of last, last year, and uh, we're with Imperial Beverage throughout the whole state of Michigan. And uh, it's a product where um, you can either get it online or get it in local C-stores, convenience stores, grocery stores. And we're really just right now working on the uh, distribution uh, part of it. So we're really starting to get some inroads and with your help and uh, some of the radio advertising I've heard from you, it's been awesome. So Yeah, RoastUmber.com, that's uh, U-M-B-E-R, and I'm looking at this Nitro Cold Brew uh, can. I know Jeff Risden, one of our Lions Insiders, when I was on vacation, drank uh, the four we had in studio. Uh, what about this Nitro Cold Brew and the thing, I, I think less sugar or no sugar or uh, why it's appealing and why it's really moving right now for Roast Humber? Sure, if you look at the you you know, if you look at the back with the uh, nutritional facts, there's no calories in this product whatsoever. It's shelf-stable. We work with Michigan State, actually, to make sure the product is shelf-stable. And uh, if you look, it's very clean. There's just not a whole lot in there. You know what, Tom? I realize that there's nutritional facts on the back of products. I have never, I've never, I, this, this entire day at the Collab Lab is amazing. There are nutrition facts. Marty you and your better half, you better talk to Marty about the nutritional facts. Me and him need to start reading this. Wow. No fat, no sodium, no sugar, nitro cold brew. Nothing. I'm not saying anything, Marty. Don't take it personal. Because <laughs> actually, the owner of our company, Brad Guacamire, is... He's uh, out of Monroe, Michigan. Out of Monroe, Michigan. Home of Anthony Bellino yeah, right. and Danny yep. Foods, yeah. And he's in uh, Honduras right now, in Guatemala. And so I was just a little worried when I heard about the kidnappings. You know, I didn't want yeah. my owner to be kidnapped. Right. But uh, he's... Doing okay? Yeah, he's on his way back right now. So, so. You, you get the uh, your coffee beans from Central America. Central America. Yes. And then, as it says right here roasted and packaged in Grand Rapids. So this is a Michigan company. Yep. It's a Michigan coffee. Yes. It's the official wake-up energy drink of the huge show. TJ is with Roast Umber. Uh, go to RoastUmber.com. That's RoastUmber.com. Dairy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO. Right. And we have um, we have uh, other products in the works right now. So we have decaf and all that, but mostly in batches. So it's coffee, too, not just a nitro cold brew right. that we're holding no, here. No, it is coffee. People can yep. go Oh, yeah, then go to RoastUmber.com yes. or look for it in their local stores. Yes. 
And you can even heat this. If you want to pour this in a cup and heat it in a microwave, you can even do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I love it. And <laughs> thank you so much for the partnership. Well, thank it's you. Been You've been really awesome special. so far. Yeah, with, with Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network and Brett Hayes, our executive producer, uh, what we do and uh, having Roast Umber and watching you guys launch from the ground up and partner with us means a lot. Uh, it's an awesome year welcoming new partners like yourself and Mercantile Bank and so many others uh, to the show, Michigan Association of Police of Chiefs, or Chiefs of Police, and it says a lot about the show and the Michigan Sports Network. Oh, Thank you, TJ. You and I go back like 23 years. Yeah, no. Roastumber.com, <laughs> yep, all right? Roastumber.com. Right. Uh, yep. Check it out. Uh, Nitro Cold Brew that I'm holding in the can, coffee, decaf. Uh, you can go to roastumber.com. I had to make yes. sure. Yeah, I wanted to make sure. Yep. All right, and that's our friends from Roast Umber Coffee. Again, RoastUmber.com. And I appreciate uh, the annual partnership uh, with Roast Umber joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Championship week is underway, and some teams like Gonzaga have already punched their ticket to the big dance. They would have been in that large regardless if they didn't win the West Coast Conference Tournament. But at the local level, the Mid-American Conference Tournament on the men's side begins this morning. Eight of the 12 teams in the conference make the tournament. A nice little wrinkle to add a little extra emphasis on the regular season and avoid a treacherous upset early on in the MAC tourney. The Toledo Rockets will go for their 16th consecutive win as they tip off at 11 a.m. against 8-seeded Miami. Number 5, Ohio gets the 4-seeded Ball State Cardinals at 1.30. Number 6, Buffalo gets number 3, Akron at 6.30. And 2nd-seeded Kent State against the 7-seed NIU in the nightcap. What's missing from the MAC tournament? All three Michigan MAC teams. The three schools combine Western, Central, and Eastern for just 26 wins on the season, or one less than both Toledo and Kent State. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Show is back live across Michigan. A road show is in downtown Grand Rapids at the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show. Here before we're done, rock and roll radio legend and outdoorsman Tony Gates will join us for his final interview. Uh, you can check out the show tonight through Sunday. Remember, bring six non-perishable canned goods and you can... Get in free. That's today only. You'll see the truck parked out front. Uh, sportsman uh, fighting hunger. Uh, six non-perishable uh, goods. Bring them and you get in free uh, tonight. And doors are open until 8 p.m. Let's go to Jim Comperoni, SpartanBeg.com. The MSU Insider. He's standing by in the Meyer Guest Line. Michigan State, Ohio State. Tomorrow at 2.30 down in Chicago, 2.30 Michigan time. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill, great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. All right. Uh, one matchup with Ohio State. I think I was looking at the schedule during the last break this year for Izzo and the Spartans that crushed them in Columbus' uh, best offensive effort of the year by far. Uh, Ohio State knows their only path in to the NCAA tournament is winning the Big Ten tournament. Your thoughts on the Buckeyes and the Spartans tomorrow in the Windy City? going to be fun you know um in march you get these teams that get on these hot streaks and it's not right now it's ohio state they've won four out of their last five prior to that they had lost nine straight so they beat wisconsin last night they beat iowa today uh for michigan state it's a repeat performance they played ohio state just six days ago um at breslin center on saturday on senior day so a return match for michigan state Meanwhile, Ohio State has two games under their belt. Michigan State's going to be well-rested, having had six days off and three hard practices this week. But Ohio State is accustomed to the moment at that arena. Something to watch is the second half of that game and whether Ohio State starts to feel tired with it being their third game in three days. That would, those would be the, the first things to take note of for this, this rematch, Michigan State and Ohio State tomorrow, probably around 2.30 p.m. Yeah, it's going to be interesting that Friday day with the teams that had the double bye and all the rest, Michigan State and Ohio State. Ohio State held on uh, to knock out Iowa. Iowa, I think, is a lock on Sunday for the NCAA tournament. Buckeyes' only path is to get in. State is a seven seed on most lines right now in bracketology, but if they would win the Big Ten tournament, I think they could bump up to a six, uh, maybe even to a five if there's a lot of crazy uh, losses this weekend. You can follow everything Michigan State Hoops with uh, Comp and the SpartanMag.com team, part of the On3.com uh, team. Comp, uh, final thoughts here. Uh, how do you think they'll end the weekend in Chicago, and how deep will they go in the NCAA tournament? I would expect Michigan State to beat Ohio State, outlast them. Keep an eye on Joey Hauser, of course. In the two games against Ohio State, Joey Hauser was a combined 9 of 12 from three-point range. 9 of 12. Um, so they're going to want to try to change up Hauser. So keep an eye on that. See what Michigan State does to counter that. I'm expecting Michigan State to win, and then Michigan State versus Purdue most likely on Saturday in the semifinals. Michigan State has not had a lot of success against Purdue lately. I would, I guess I'd lean toward Purdue winning that game, although Purdue seems to have peaked early this year, and they're trying to get back on track with uh, after uh, really kind of a slow finish to the regular season. I think Michigan State ends up a sixth seed. I think they go to the Sweet 16, and we'll see what the matchups look like from there, Bill. Uh, uh, there's a lot possible for Michigan State still. 
You can follow everything during March with Michigan State, also with Mel Tucker and Michigan State football at SpartanMag.com. That's SpartanMag.com. Comp, uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Try and catch you after the game uh, if it works and all the press conferences are done. We'll try and fit you in about 24 hours from now. Thanks so much for the update. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni joining us from Chicago, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Spartans opener in the Big Ten tournament tomorrow, 2.30 Michigan time. We do have one final segment straight ahead from the Ultimate Sports Show inside DeVos Place in downtown GR. Michigan's premier fishing, hunting, and outdoor sports show runs today through Sunday at DeVos Place. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at DeVos Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out thewinerydogs.com. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. Fish on! The Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids is back March 9 through 12. Over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing boats, fishing trips, and hunting gear, all inside the boss place. Shop two acres of the newest tackle from Michigan dealers who know Michigan waters and game fish. With traveling special debates only available here once a year. Book the trip of a lifetime at lodges, fly-ins, charters, and resorts. Meet the guides and lodge owners at the show. It's a fishing boat supermarket. Get the best boat prices of the year from dealers who specialize in rigging them right. Free fishing and hunting seminars from the pros and guides on five stages. See Lake Ultimate with bass boats floating right on the lake. Plus rock climb and trout pond for the kids and the hog trough. A truck-sized aquarium filled with game fish. And the lumberjacks are back. See them climbing, chopping, and log rolling on Lake Ultimate. It's all at the Ultimate Sports Show this Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. Downtown Grand Rapids. Sportsmen never miss it. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net from the Upper Peninsula down to 96.5 The Cave in Adrian. 19 stations you can tune in weekdays at 3. Also search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. And you can listen anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Final segment here on this Thursday road show at the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids. It's running tonight through Sunday. Tony Gates, rock and roll radio and outdoor legend, <laughs> has joined me during the broadcast. And, Tony, uh, you have a gentleman who I've talked to a couple times on the east side over at the Ultimate Fishing Show uh, Detroit, one of the better uh, captains, as they say, in the Bay Region for our listeners on 100.9 FM and introduce our final guest. Bill, when I got I got sucked into the Karate Kid, okay? I mean, not the movie, but the whatever it was, wherever it was streaming. And I learned about the dojo and the art and all that. It, it, this man's boat is his dojo, and he <laughs> is the master. This is Lance Valentine. People bow down to this guy because arguably, if you, if you, if you let's say we did a parlay, let's do better for just, you know, I don't know, fan duel or whatever the case may be, just for the fun of it, who's going to catch walleye on a, on a regular basis and a lot of fish and big fish and have a great time while doing it? This is the guy. Lance, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Good to see you. Finally, for the last you? couple of years, Hoots, good to see you, buddy. Don't you love a little love? Isn't that nice? I, I, it's so nice. I cannot believe where this last 30 years has taken me. Oh, I, my God. You know, I used to sit and listen to you guys, and, you know, I'm in awe of everybody that's here, and you know, now we're kind of part of the thing, and we're in the program, and it's just kind of... It, uh, some days I wake up and go, I'm going to have to put on a tie and go back to the bank in my old crappy job. This is this has been a dream. So, yeah, it's great to be here. One of the things that came up today is people... Somebody took us hunting for the first time. Somebody took us fishing for the first time. Who took you? Very easy, my grandpa. Uh, we had a cabin up on the Sabo River that my grandpa bought, and um, that was our probably summer. about twelve grand. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, probably back then. Yeah, that that was just our summer place, and um, uh, my grandpa retired when I was about ten. So my mom and my brother and myself and my grandma and my grandpa, we were up there all summer, and dad would come back, you know, to work and then come up for the weekends. But um, my dad taught me a lot about fishing. My grandpa taught me to love the process of fishing, to understand why you're catching fish and how water temperature and water color and water clarity and wind, and keeping good records. He taught me to love the process of fishing. Um, my dad obviously was a lot of the mechanics, but my grandpa is the one that really... Um, really got me to fall in love with fishing. Me too, my grandpa, and I, I feel guilty every time I turn a fish finder on because he did it, he did it without a fish finder, I'm here to tell you. Listen, one of the things that I love is because uh, I, a lot of my friends are guides on the river, whether it's steelhead or whatever the case may be, whatever. And after a while, they get a little bit of burn on them, a little burnout, and they don't enjoy it like they used to because it became a job. But you, I have never, you, you continue to laugh and smile. I, my, my thing is this, I, when I was in charter captain class, I had a buddy there and and I had a saying, it's not about dead walleye. And I make every day about an experience. I want an experience with the people I'm with. I want them to have a great experience with me. I want them to have as much fun if we catch zero fish as if we catch 20. So I make it about, look at, I look at it this way. I got five hours on boat with four people that I enjoy. I've got four new fishing buddies. Let's just have a great time. And when you look at it that way, the weather doesn't bother you. The bad fishing days. That, look, that all happens, right? My grandpa taught me all I can control is my attitude and my effort. And I try to have a great attitude, put in 100% effort, and have a good time. At the end of the day, what we got in the box what we got. But I hope 
everybody had a good time. That's how I look at it. I can't wait to go fishing tomorrow because it's going to be another experience. That's great. That's absolutely great. And, and the other side of it is we talk about how many how much experience is on this side of the state or the state of Michigan in general because the people you know work hard for their money and they know what they want and they know gear and they're willing to invest and, and they want to catch fish when they have the opportunity to go. But you also have the opportunity to fish some of the best walleye waters in the United States. Yeah, I, I just got done talking to a young kid. He was asking me, how many big fish have you caught? What's your biggest fish? I'm rattling off some numbers and... He looked at me and I says, "Look, it's not because I'm a great fisherman; it's because I get to spend a lot of great, a lot of time on the best walleye fishery in the world. The Saginaw Bay, Detroit River, Lake St. Clair, Lake Erie Corridor is the best walleye fishing in the world, bar none. And I get to spend 150, 160 days a year fishing there. So uh, I'm just going to dumb luck into one sooner or later, and that's just kind of what kind of what's happened. So what makes our, our fishery so special, it, so plentiful? What is n- it? Number one, it's the quality of the water. Uh, number two, Lake Erie is perfect." Uh, for walleye, we've got shallow water on the, on the western basin, lots of rock, lots of spawning area. Detroit River is great for spawning. And then you've got a little bit cooler water to the east where fish can go in the summertime, not get heat stress, and they come back in the fall uh, and spend time in the shallow water. Saginaw Bay is the same way. The inner bay is shallow, lots of fertility, lots of bait, lots of food for the fish to eat. Then they can go 10, 12, 15 miles north, get into 50, 60 feet of water not get shocked at that really warm water in the summertime, eat smell, eat, get fat all summer, come back in the fall and eat again. So we just have, everything falls together perfectly in, in, in this corridor. I get the impression, if you believe in reincarnation, you want to come back as a walleye. It wouldn't be a bad place. Well, I'd be scared. Cause <laughs> and avoid your, uh, your boat. Yeah. A lot of good fishermen. A lot of good fishermen Well, they can come here. back something else the second time there, around. There's a lot of good fishermen. Before I forget, they've been, uh, not only do they have free clinics, which you're going to do another one at 6 o'clock, yep. as you've uh, generously given the opportunity to win a half-day charter. Yeah, so yeah, we're giving away a half-day charter on Saginaw Bay for six people on the Angler Quest pontoon. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, the, the, guy, the young kid that won last year didn't get a chance to go, so we're going to do it this year. Um, it is so cool to have people on the boat who may not otherwise get a chance to come. You know, we did. A or couple, if they did go, they wouldn't have the success yeah, that you can help them provide. You know, we, we, we did a thing a couple years ago, if you remember the Sanford Dam busted, and yeah. I took a couple of volunteers uh, that came in and helped with that fishing. Some of those guys had never been fishing before. And, um, you know, it's one thing to take somebody fishing that wants to go fishing. When you take somebody who may not be a fisherman and you really get a chance to experience what fishing is about, um, that, that's, that, that's, to me, that's the best day there could ever be is, is turn somebody into someone who loves fishing as much as I do. All right. Your seminar is at 6 o'clock. Is this yep. one on the river or on Detroit the bay? Detroit River walleye fishing. Yep. Detroit River walleye jigging. And that's an art to keep your boat you know, keep, so that you can keep, vertic- vertically jig, right? Keep your boat straight. Keep your jig on the bottom. Don't get hung up. Catch the right fish. Get the right body shape. All of that is, is all part of it, and then we're going to teach you all that. If they want to find you online, where do they go? Teachingfishing.com. T-E-A-C-H-I-N-F-I-S-H-I-N.com. Lots of seminars, lots of videos, lots of blogs, everything they need to know. Catch more fish and get a hold of us is all right there. Lots of love. Lance right, Valentine, thank thanks, you. Charlie. Yeah, and Lance, a listener on 100.9 FM over there in the I Midland Bay City. Uh, Saginaw Bay area. Good to see you again, man. Bye, buddy. I know it's a fishing show when you're here, and you told me <laughs> you brought 100 rods and you sold 85 in yeah. the first few hours yeah. of the show. we got to raise the price, man. We might, we might, we might <laughs> go home Saturday. We might have nothing to sell after Saturday. Gets you. There you go. Now, that's a good week. Go, go home and listen no, to that. That's a good weekend when you may be <laughs> yeah. on your way home Friday night. Go home right? and watch some, snuggle in and watch some basketball. Well, you snuggle and watch basketball. That's what we're all, that's what there March Madness is all about. Go. Snuggling, fishing, and watching <laughs> basketball. basketball. Oh. All right. Thank you, Lance. Hi, and, yeah, thank you, Tony, man. Uh, what, what a great day uh, with you. Rock and roll 
Joel Ray, well, I, legend, I, I so outdoor re- legend. I so appreciate what you've done. Thank you for letting me be here. And today. you, but you know what? You're in your element, man. I hear you, Tony, when you're talking. You know, things you're dropping with Lance. You guys know the business, know the outdoors. Uh, you know rock and roll. You know radio. It was really good to have you. And I know Henry Boucher, uh, Ben Nielsen, the outdoor team all push for it and i was like yeah let's do it then it was perfect it was the right fit right time uh we'll hear you again on the radio soon tony okay god bless all right tony gates uh joining us lance over there in the bay area on 100.9 fm captain lance i think you just google captain lance you see a marvel hero and you see a big fishing boat you can run okay you can do that thing can kill two birds with one stone uh we are out of time thank you to henry boucher final show for him uh, with the show span team saw Mr. Lokes, uh, good people. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, the good people you work with. Tony, uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Lance. Superfly Hayes back at the 96-1, the game studios, just a few blocks away. Remember, if you miss any interview, any hour, any show, any huge opinion, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge.